This is Emily Wilkins, your host of the Evaluation, the New Age Book Club. And today we're going to go over the last two scrolls of the complete um, Musashi, also known as Mayamoto, the Book of Five Rings and other works. So if you have the book and you want to follow along with me, go to page 129. You'll see the main points of uh, the wind scroll. And now flip over to page 138. The use of speed in other schools. Speed in combat is irrelevant in the real way. In all things, what is referred to as fast means that the intervals are out of sync with the rhythm. This is what is meant when things are said to be fast or slow. The movement of a master in some discipline will not appear to be fast. For example, there are messengers capable of covering 40 to 50 leagues, which is 120 to 150 miles in a day. But they're not running a full pace from morning to night. Tender-footed runners will not cover such a long distance, even if they run all day. I'm going to skip over, uh, it's like a chap, it's like a whole paragraph, and this is talking about very specific songs of that time, and basically, like, um, a fast, uh, a fast-paced tempo song shouldn't be played slow. A slow-paced tempo song shouldn't be played fast. Um, he says, he who hurries falls down and will end up being slow, too. Slowness is also not good. Those who are highly accomplished may seem slow, but they never lose their timing. Whatever the case, a skilled practitioner never appears to be rushed. I love this because so many people today want to take shortcuts. They don't want to put in the hard work and the consistency that comes with doing something all the time. How can I get five-minute abs? How can I lose 10 pounds in a week? How can I... Nobody wants to actually be healthy. Nobody wants to improve themselves. Nobody wants to do the work, read the books. And I'm not even talking about necessarily formal education. But actual knowledge is deeper than a certificate or a degree. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love reading is when I, when I see something like this, you go, okay, well, what about in today's world, somebody that knows how to actually sew. I don't know that many people that know how to sew still, or somebody that knows how to knit or crochet or do anything of the sort. Um, and just being a, a skilled practitioner. Uh, I, I really, really like that section. So we'll drop down. This is still on page 139. These examples should help you to understand the principles of the way. Going too fast is particularly bad in the way of combat. Depending on the location, be it marshland, swampy terrain, or the like, it may be impossible to maneuver the body and the legs speedily. When the sword is well, do not cut too quickly. Not being like a tension fan, iron fan, or knife, if you try to cut too quickly with a sword, the speed will prevent it from cutting. Consider this point carefully. 
in this case, the large-scale strategy as well, the thought of rushing things, is hazardous. If you are making plans on a large-scale strategy, if you rush through making these plans, what will happen? I, I like how this is actually applicable to everyday things, right? So long as you employ the mindset of stopping the start, then you will never be too slow. You must take the opposite approach in situations when somebody is moving with great speed. It is important to keep calm without being unduly influenced by your opponent. Be sure to train hard and work out the meaning of this. Um, train hard and be smarter than whatever it is that's going to, you know, I, I think that you're going to face. Now, some things, all you can do is be calm when everything is not going according to plan. And I'm saying this for myself because there are things recently that did not go according to plan. And I have to remind myself because we're all humans and it's, it's a human, it's within our human nature to be disappointed when you make a plan and the plan isn't executed the way that you wanted it to. So I think um, it's perfectly fine to get upset, but it's always important to remember what you can control is only you. You cannot control anybody else or anything else. So when you're feeling frustrated or upset, take a step back and think about what in that situation you can control. And at the end of the day, it's going to be you. It's always going to be you and your reaction. And it sucks. I'll be honest with you. I'm going through something right now, and it stinks. It's it's just a crappy situation. But there's nothing I can do about it except for go, you know what? I'm going to be as positive as I can, and I'm just going to uh, just hope that things work out because I know they will. Um, okay, and we're going to go over the last scroll, which is scroll number five, the ether. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Just drop my book there. Um, we're going to go over the ether scroll. Otherwise, these are some main points for the ether scroll. Otherwise known as void, emptiness, nothingness, or heaven, Ramashi explains the true meaning of ether. He explained that ether is not related to the Buddhist concept of nirvana or enlightenment, enlightenment but it is an enlightened state of sorts uh, in that everything becomes crystal clear. Breaking through, breaking free, freedom in all ways is the uh, essence of ether. This final scroll was probably not completed by Moshi before he handed the uh, manuscript to his students one week before his death. So, here you go. We're on page 146. The way of combat is made clear in ether scroll. The ether is a place where there is nothing. I consider this emptiness as something which cannot be known. Of course, ether is also nothing. Knowing what does exist, one can then know what does not. This is what I mean by ether. People tend to mistake this notion of ether as something that cannot be distinguished. But this is not true of ether. It is simply, um, 
confusion in everybody's minds. So, too, in the way of combat strategy, ignorance of the laws of the samurai by those who practice the way of the warrior is not represented as emptiness. Likewise, those who harbor various doubts explain it as emptiness. But this is not the true meaning of ether. The warrior must scrupulously learn the, the heart, the way of combat strategy, and thoroughly study other martial arts without um, forgoing any aspect related to the practice of the warrior's way. He must seek to put the way into practice each hour of every day without tiring or losing focus. He must polish the two layers of his mind, the heart of perception and the heart of intent, and sharpen his two powers of observation, the gaze looking in. Uh, so this is the Khan and the Ken, which is looking in and looking at. He must recognize that the true ether is where all the clouds of confusion have completely lifted, leaving not a hint of haziness. When you are impervious to the true way, faithfully following your own instead of thinking all is well, be in the Buddhist law or the secular law, you will stay further from the truth. When the spirit is uncurled and compared with overarching universal principles, it becomes evident that prejudiced mind and a distorted view of things have led to a departure from the proper path. Know this mind and use what is straight as your foundation. Make the sincere heart your way as you practice strategy in its broadest sense, correctly and lucidly. Ponder the ether as you study the way. As you practice the way, the ether will open before you. There is good not evil in the ether. There is wisdom. There is reason. There is the way, the mind, empty. Beautiful. What a way to end the Book of Five Rings. And as I always say, I am, I always skip a lot of the book. And especially um, as I'm reading these books with you, Sometimes I just, I'll be honest with you, I, I get, I get, some of them are kind of boring. Some of them just aren't great. And the only thing I can do is go, well, you know, hey, let's, um, let's work through it. So I don't know exactly which book I'm uh, I'm going to read next. I haven't decided if it's going to be a self-help book, which I shouldn't say self-help book, but like self-improvement, or um, if it's going to be a book I've already read, or if it's going to be historical. But I hope to let you know um, by the time I release the update episode. And this episode I'll probably release on... I might release it um, on on Wednesday, but I might release it on Friday. We'll see how I'm, I'm feeling. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, word from the sponsors. I always shout Dom out. Uh, go listen to So What She's Saying, even if it's not just the last. The last episode uh, was already a while ago now, but they do have a more recent episode. Also, you can always go back and listen to their episodes. They're very, they're really, really funny. Uh, the topics range 
Um, and you can, you can tell, like, everyone kind of has, like, uh, a different view and perspective on that podcast. And it's always good to kind of hear them come to middle ground. So that's awesome. Also, me and Dom have decided we are going to do five albums that surprised us and five albums that disappointed us for a music pod. So if you're interested, uh, tune in uh, when that releases. Until next time, this is Emily Wilkins with the Evaluation, the New Age Book Club. Peace.